0: Convention season is in full swing, and planning for faster, efficient hydration is essential to survive any con. Liquid IV has you covered while you travel, power through in any cosplay, and recover after the long weekend.
1: Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks.
0: As someone who has postural tachycardia syndrome, I'm insanely desperate for electrolytes in my day-to-day already. That alone made Liquid IV a staple in my purse no matter where I go. Convention days are no different with how few and far between hydration breaks can be.
1: Not only is Liquid IV made with premium ingredients, but each stick contains five essential vitamins to keep you going strong. B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. You can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code FANDAMES at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code FANDAMES at liquidiv.com. All right. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Um, We are Fandames with Parks and Nebula. I am Nebula. I am Parks. We have a podcast where we talk all about um, women and queer folk in anime and fandom. And recently, we've been interviewing a few voice actors and hearing their input on fandom and conventions and cosplayers. And it's just been a joy. And so we wanted to bring that joy that we have specifically with Shonen Anime to Akon. And we are going. to be covering women in shonen and to look through um, a feminine lens at some of the more masculine and more um, like testosterone based fight based type stories and just to see it from all angles instead of an angle that maybe you're most used to or that's been most heavily marketed to you. Um, A quick overview is just that Shonen in general, if you're unfamiliar, is the Japanese word for boy. It is quite literally any anime that is geared more towards young viewers, younger boy viewers. um, And it's focused on a coming of age, usually through literally fighting and overcoming their obstacles. So we're going to think things like Naruto, Mm -hmm. Bleach, One Piece as the big three. These are some of the most, um, popular shonen animes over the past 20, 30 years. Um, not, like, ex- not including, like, the kind of god-tier Dragon Ball, because Dragon Ball is just in its own, its own league, um, But it's these stories that we've heard time and time again, and we absolutely love, but have pretty much only seen through the lens of the male protagonist, and have maybe not seen it through the lens of all the other characters and stories being told alongside as our wonderful protagonist is growing in his journey. What about all the other journeys and the other characters? And that is the draw that Parks and I have to Shonen and what we want to share and get everybody else drawn into, because... That's truly the joy in a lot of these stories is being able to delve into the side, like the, the little side characters that become so much more than side characters in your heart um, and how that has infiltrated into fandom and how so many people have taken that and really ran with it. And I'm going to let take over for that.
0: Um, a lot of it can be through power scaling. Like if you've watched One Piece and you watched the shame of Thriller Bark where you have to watch Luffy chase the main guy for five minutes straight or five episodes straight, sorry. There's certain parts where you start to not care anymore. And it's all of the buildups for these fights, Naruto's long fights where nothing is happening. It's the same five steps. It's even with he- when he's fighting Sasuke. That goes on for so long before we start to get to the part of it where it emotionally matters and a lot of that emotion can be like the main depth to it that's where all of the character is that's where all of the building is and if you take that away it's just the fights and that's where you go when you go on twitter you go on a reddit you engage with these fan communities it can be really hard because it's no one wants to have a conversation about like the character depth in bleach or how these characters interact with one another they I- want right? Bless. <laughs> that's why you're here, and that's what we want to bring to everybody else. But it's like, if you try to talk to someone in that setting, or like on Tumblr even, Tumblr was the worst for this, because you would get any sort of interaction, people would be like, well, who cares? Goku can solo them. Like, that's not what we're talking about. He can't, first of all. There's already that's not even true. And Sailor Moon can Sailor be Goku. Moon, Madoka, Sailor Moon, Madoka, Madoka can be Goku. If, if you can be snapped out of existence, you can be Goku. Uh, Or if someone can, sorry, if you can zap someone out of existence, you can beat Goku. But that conversation over and over and over again is one of the things that drove me out of Dragon Ball. And I have tattooed on my damn body. Like, Dragon Ball is so important to me, but I don't want a man to tell me, and I'm not trying to say this in a generalizing way, but if you're AFAB in some way and you've been to conventions, comic book stores even, you've had the conversation where you've had to prove yourself as a fan to some degree, or your own merit for liking it is discredited because it's not the way that they want to hear. And that can be a huge turnoff when it comes to wanting to watch shonen animes.
1: It's, it's so comparable to like wearing a band t-shirt and having some <laughs> random person come up to you and say, can you even name their songs? Can you name three of their songs? And that's kind of what it feels like a lot of the time, um, being an individual in shonen fandom that isn't as focused on the more traditionally masculine and traditional fight centric um storylines so that we're we're much more interested like obviously we're in love with one piece we're we're cosplaying it all weekend um and what we want to see more of is not necessarily luffy punching someone and someone punching back but like choppers interactions with Robin and Frankie and Sanji cooking for all the straw hats and everyone's involvements around that and what are they fighting for and what's the the motivator and I think that fandom has generally kind of brought that more to the forefront
0: but even to not fully discredit fightings because there are so many scenes within animes where the fight does matter but it's like I was saying with Naruto where we can have fights that have five episodes of just a single like punch even or a kick or one singular move that is so far removed from what we're even fighting for and it's like we need this depth this depth is what matters if i'm watching luffy liberate an entire country with this punch that's gonna have way more depth than some beginning fight that doesn't matter i don't need to watch this it's like Senor pink and frankie i'm i'm understanding senior pink as a character because it's like His wife is the reason he's embarrassing himself every day, and why he, as a man, is fighting with chivalry against Frankie one-to-one, because that's the way they view each other. It's that depth within fighting that makes it matter. And that's what, like, if you compare, have you, if you've seen Howl's Moving Castle, have you noticed a lot of men don't like that movie as much as women do? her partner does not like it. He hates the scene with all of Howl's trinkets in the room. He Mm -hmm. hates it. He's like, I don't get why we need to look at these damn trinkets. It's cause he's pretty. It's cause he's pretty. It's It's about the uh, the, 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 the domestication of it all. It's nice to slow down and see these moments. And so when you can do that, that in the big shonen marks, which a lot of people, either you're into them or you're not. And honestly, there's so much holdup specifically, sorry, One Piece, there's so much holdup with people starting One Piece because of how long it is and how it, it's talked about in the community. Um,
1: <laughs> but that's also um, pretty heavy in a lot of fandom because in general, um, I had a lot of hesitation watching any of One Piece and now I'm 860 episodes in. Good Lord. And parks had a lot of hesitation with watching my hero academia and getting into that because of negative fandom interactions and just seeing the the less pretty side of a story that is truly moving and i unfortunately had that experience with one piece as well and to be able to look at it through a new lens can we close the door is that possible yeah yeah thank you Sorry if you listening.
0: They're um, screaming out there. Yeah, there was... Yeah, they're
1: just chilling. They're, um, they're screaming made me lose my train of thought. But in, in general, that we were kind of shucked away from these really amazing stories that now mean the world to us. And have brought us closer with so many people and been able to to really like bond and make new friends over these extra characters and these storylines and who's growing. And especially, like, I'm gonna fangirl over Bakugo for a second because, like, Bakugo, <laughs> his growth, it's so good. And everyone's like, but Deku, I don't care. <laughs> Character growth, that's what I want. Yes, it's cool that he can flick in the pew in the Air Force or whatever, but like, I I really want to see the intense fighting and the tears shed and that being part of it. What are you fighting for? What's the reason behind your punch? It's all the motivation of I need to be better. It's all the motivation of Luffy wanting to be King of the Pirates. It's all the motivation of Edward Elric wanting to get his brother's body back. It's everything in those moments that makes the whole story truly a story worth being told. And when you reduce it to something that's, just fighting, it's it's not really the angle that we want to share and that we want everyone to be involved in because there truly is something for everyone in Shonen stories. Go to the
0: next slide. Yeah. Oh, just kidding.
1: Just kidding. We already this did that.
0: We were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna talk
1: about <laughs> fan art. <laughs> Anyways look at these beautiful boys. Look at these beautiful oh, men.
2: Um oh, so art. so problematic but so hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's changing.
1: He's improving. We're not even Endeavor fans. That's
0: just one of my favorite artists of all time. And that was the one that was right on top on their Twitter compared to their other stuff.
1: Plus it's beautiful. Look at him. (laughs) I don't
0: like Endeavor. (laughs) Okay.
2: Okay. um,
1: Back to the main programming.
0: The main programming is still me talking about beautiful men. Um, but if you've been afraid to get into shonen because of that, there's so many other ways to engage. And a lot of that is mostly through fan communities. And that can be a lot of women or AFAB or queer forward because you have fan artists and fanfic. fiction was born from women wanting to see their own stories be told or see their own endings. And that fan fiction is so huge into fan... Like what makes fandom happen? That was the start of fandom as a whole. And so when you have fan fiction and beautiful fan art, you have a new kind of perspective into how to proceed for this fandom. You get a little bit more of a close connection with these characters than you would from the source media itself, because you can see a little bit more of like, what's happening behind the scenes or what would be happening off screen. And fan artists is how I got into One Piece because one of my friends was drawing Sanji, so beautiful. uh, The one on the left, uh, so beautiful. I was like, all right. I'll give it a try. And now I'm deep, I'm really, really deep
1: into this, so. And even conventions themselves, the only reason that they exist is because of young women that wanted to bring their hobbies forward in their lives, wanted to make friends through their interests and reached out and put in the work to do it. And whenever we come to these conventions now, we have rows and rows and rows of these incredible artists and incredible creators that are truly spearheading any new fandom and any new um, involvement. Everything that you buy that you're supporting these artists is usually from the angle of I love this character and I want to indulge in this character and have my love for this story be shown a little bit brighter. And when you see things that might be a little more soulless, where it's just kind of, here's Goku on a hat, and that's it, it's it's not as, it doesn't capture the true fan experience and the true involvement that you might have with these stories, like these two examples, where you can see the, the movement and the engagement and, and how driven the characters are, even in two completely different fan interpretations and two completely different characters, but still something that, is central to shonen. It's There's characters that are... The, the shows wouldn't exist without them. And just to see it from this more softer side, this more engaged side in terms of what are... What are there like who, who is Sanji cooking for? What is his motivation to cook? What is he so excited over? What is motivating endeavor to be better about his family and to correct his wrongs and to be a real good dad and a real good person and to make sure that he's not seen as the villain anymore? That's, those are the sides that I think kind of get um, ignored in mainstream when it comes to really analyzing shonen stories and really analyzing these characters.
0: And the good, good fanfic month that comes from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love a little lemon every now and then? <laughs> um, but, within the, of course, we mentioned the big three in Dragon Ball. Those are the most notable um, shonens. There's so many more that are... Are you going to move to the next one? Whenever you're ready. But yeah, my, this yeah. is me audio prompting you. Um, there's so many other big shonen that we didn't even list all of them. But if you've read Inuyasha or seen Inuyasha, that's one of the biggest women-written ones. Um, technically, we can count things like Hunter Hunter because now it's currently also being written by his wife because he can no longer draw it for himself. Um, mm-hmm. He's not dead, but he is in a lot of pain. So uh, it's for medical reasons. Hiatus, it's yeah. but, um, it is. She is the author of Sailor Moon, but she also yeah. relearned because Sailor Moon is Shoujo, so I don't want to like. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it is one of the biggest of all time, I so.
1: I mean, and the same guy who created his mother daughter, he was the same guy who made Yu Yu show, correct? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. same yeah. guy, yeah. but... Yeah.
0: That one, those are those are male-focused. We're talking about... <laughs> these are but these, all of the ones that these are, are, are all written by women. By women. Yeah. Um, there's way more on here. We have things like Blue Exorcist, which is not on there. Of course, Full Metal Alchemist is oh, one of the best anime of, <laughs> best... anime of all time! Best anime of uh, all time! Written by a woman. Um, and you can tell from all of the hot women in it.
1: Um, wow, when are you call me? Demon Slayer, another Demon one. Demon Slayer is also written by a woman and is now
0: one of the most popular animes for this year. Um, and of last
1: year too the last, how many years is it? it's been running for four, four years five years
2: wait hold on Doro
1: is
0: written by Dorohidoro. yeah
1: yeah and that's that's a really gritty one that's one that's one, that's one of my favorites and more more yes, recent and anime and you can see, and even the, the more attractive ladies in the story, they still have so much depth. And it's not just eye candy. It's also like, yeah, she's gorgeous, but she's incredible and she's strong. She's and very
0: she, smart. She, she runs
1: her own business and she's doing all these things. And it's it's phenomenal. Um, others include Noragami and Stars, which is kind of a middle ground. But I'm going to include The
0: manga is shounen. The anime right now... I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's It's a shonen. The manga first season, or the anime first season, is probably a little shoujo. I don't know. Technically. It's just
1: kind of there. <laughs> it's Jojo now, honestly. <laughs> it, that's a Jojo uh, bizarre adventure, if
0: I've ever seen one. Um, Dee Grayman is also written by a woman. And
1: oh, love D. Grayman. Love D Grayman. so glad you guys still love um, it. But
0: there's so many that are like women forward and you can tell honestly by watching it if it's written by a woman or not just a little bit because of the way that it's the relationships are built the way that you can have characters interact with each other you can tell and a lot of the times you'll always recognize them as their female characters or their queer characters they'll be recognized for their achievement first before they're recognized as being a hot woman like we're not going to have Risa Hawkeye be seen as like a hot chick first she's going
2: to whip Rory Mustang's ass. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how it is. Fair
0: enough. Yeah. And honestly, he deserves it.
1: <laughs> um, but in general, being able to analyze these stories and um, all of the character relationships and everything, even that goes down to their powers, their abilities in general, that are written into their characters and truly baked in, but it's still a motivator. And to understand the mindset of am I going to look at this character and going to look at them because they are strong and this is just like anime Superman and that's why I want to look at them if that is your motivator cool but if you want to dig deeper and you want to have a more personal experience with these characters and with these stories then that's where the more feminine side of traditional storytelling is um, what you should kind of move into and to kind of look into if you've ever taken like a literature analysis class, like an art analysis class, um, which if you haven't, highly recommend, because it teaches you to look at all of the different angles when it comes to why did the creator make this particular decision and how does that decision interact with the viewer and how are those two things separate? You know what I mean? They're completely different existences, even though they can have that relationship and that communication. And whatever that communication is, whatever that synthesis is, is what you get to decide as the individual that's watching these anime, that's reading these manga, and that's truly putting yourself in the place of these amazing characters. And I would also say that the importance of the fight is obviously palpable in any story but in general i don't want to and i don't think I, I think i can speak for everyone that you don't want to see a fight just for a fight you want to see the aftermath you want to see the build-up you want to see the reason you want to see when vegeta goes into the majin and like tells trunks take care of your mother like that's that's what truly makes those scenes it's not necessarily the the impact of their power or how how far he flies through all of the stupid rocks and dragon ball scenes that are there for whatever <laughs> no reason there's always a rock there's always a rock
0: growing or a building or a wall there's something we're ripping through but even in has anyone seen superhero the movie for dragon ball yeah um that was the best one and i'm going to explain as have you ever seen a man love his daughter so damn much? And I don't mean Gohan. <laughs> Piccolo is the best character in Dragon Ball for this exact reason. So if you don't watch Dragon Ball because of, like, can't be Goku, just try again for Piccolo, I promise you. <laughs> have you ever seen a more handsome, beautiful, green man? No. Love Piccolo him. was the best father of all time. and
1: <laughs> He is. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the, the eye then. candy
0: that really makes you want to watch it.
1: But it's that, it's that relationship that he has with Gohan that really draws other at least us into it and i think would be really great to give a chance to if you have never given a chance to dragon ball or to dragon ball z in general that these characters are not just a traditional i'm learning from sensei i'm improving as a fighter it's the father figure it's the familial relationships it's gohan not being able to have that with his own dad and being able to find that in other individuals that he looks up to and it's And he's beautiful.
0: (laughs) We're we're very um, cynical leaning. Anyways. anyways.
1: (laughs) Oops. In general, we wanted to work towards just kind of opening a dialogue and discussing how we want to aim to reduce the anxiety that everybody may have, but particular AFAB individuals or women or girls just being involved in more boy-focused stories, traditionally male-focused stories, because there is so much there. And if there's anything that you guys have to input, anything that you want to discuss with us, we would like to open it up and kind of create that dialogue. We
0: got a lot of time here to talk about it. Yeah. And we're going to go side to side, if that's okay. So
2: I'm going to start here. What's up? So I would like to say, um, I understand that Naruto is a lot of that fight filler. Mm-hmm. But some of my favorite moments in that manga I mean, experience, I literally did watch every,
1: all of. it. Oh,
0: absolutely! Um, my spoiler alert. My favorite part is where Pain kills Garraia because Garraia is my favorite. Sure. And it's not even the fact that like <coughs> he died. It was like when you know Sunade like finds that yeah. out. Killed me. It's the same reason I love the Evangelion because like the scene where Kaji dies and Masato figures it out and Shinji's watching her break down because he doesn't know how to handle being human and having those emotions. Those are the scenes that matter most. And I don't want to knock all fights. I love fights. I've been watching One Piece Wano arc It's the best animated fights I've ever seen in my life.
2: I'm a two hundred. Oh, I had a point. Yeah, yes. no, keep going, keep going. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I did not mean that to take off. <laughs> My bad. Um, I do think that like the stark difference between the emotional intelligence in part one and part two is like very apparent, mm-hmm. and I think the moment that I realized that was Itachi's fight with Sasuke. Yes. When you learn like at the very end and directly after that, the only reason that he did that is because he was already dying. He wanted his brother to get the manga to turn around so that he could be stronger. He knew that he could like instill the best in his brother and even though he like fucked up yeah he wanted better for his younger sibling and like it's just a really sweet tender moment that you don't see a lot in a lot of moments Mm -hmm. preceding that yeah um and so i think that's when the series kind of like takes a little bit of a turn and then the end is kind of (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, and I totally agree.
0: A lot of the, i was watching Naruto. I have not fully seen it. I watched most of it, and then most of Shippuden, but I did not finish it because I just—I got a little tired and it's, I got burnt it's out. And then I—it's oh, I'm watching One Piece, so like yeah. you can't get longer. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is.
1: But you—you you finding that in the that story is exactly what we want to make sure that everybody can get the access to and can have those those moments with these stories because so many people just see the intense action and get turned off immediately and naruto is a really easy one to get turned off to just because it's long it's been around for so for so many years that you might be intimidated by the fandom in general and so to have that intense moment and something that you can truly look to and say if you get to this point you will understand it'll come full circle that's a great example i
0: definitely i'm a firm believer and everything should be given a chance every time i'm not going to let someone else sway my opinion anymore after i got over my ick with my hero i was like okay we're not doing this anymore if i want to try something i'm going to try it and we'll see how it goes if you don't want to watch one piece because it's so damn long or you don't know if you'll like it watch until arlong park and if you still feel turned off by it then you're good then you can stop that's 30 episodes of your time that don't feel like that long. But it's like with Naruto, I when I started it, it's just them being damn mean to this kid for no reason, and then we're back at this swing again, and then it's cool, we're progressing a little bit, and we're back to this damn swing, and why are they so mean to this kid? Well, didn't his dad die for you people? What the hell? And then we get death. It's like, I don't know what's going on here. It really threw me off. That was a part of my Naruto ick for a minute. It was just like I can't handle this. I
1: in, yeah. <laughs> and then so I came mean, back, but we had another. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I was
2: just gonna say Scarlet. Oh, like, yeah. Honestly, I know. that is like a bunch of an etchy as like fairy tale is and stuff. Like the way that they write that character is just so strong, but also has like some of the most vulnerable moments where she just what a multifaceted character. Less, I feel the, the
0: same
1: way
2: for all sense. of the almost mm-hmm. all of the
0: women. I like Lucy, but there's certain parts where I'm like mm, yeah, you she, could be written a little bit. That's
2: better. a woman written by a man. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel about Sakura, too. And I don't think
0: anyone in the Naruto fandom deserves her. Get your hands
2: off yeah. Yeah. her.
0: And then I don't don't get me started on the domestication of all the women in Orzo. Oh, that's oh, icky. Yucky, <laughs> but but it's, yeah. is
1: also another good point and something to be aware of going into these these fandoms and like, one of my big things with Dragon Ball in general is Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi's so strong. She's incredible. And to reduce her to simply being a wife and a mom is a really big disservice to all of her motivations and just her as an individual. And so I think that it's it's imperative that you, while we love these stories, that whenever you do engage with them, that you, you maintain this level of... Um, criticism and constant critique of what is being shown and what is being told and to understand how do you how do you move forward with that? How do you change your story with that in more modern times? And what would you do differently as a creator? Uh, because that's what's going to bring us new anime and new stories.
0: Well it's like even in the same vein you can consider Bulma who's a mom and she's a mom of two and she even gets like pregnant and she's still doing stuff throughout Super. Like there's a level of criticism that Dragon Ball kind of like flies slightly under the radar for because they're like, well, we have all of these good examples of good stuff here. And then like, that's that. (laughs) And so you can see Chi-Chi getting domesticated and she's a mom now, but she also has very good reason to be. And it's progressed up to that point because that's all she wanted beforehand. That's why she wanted to be married to Goku too. And then she lost him, so obviously she's going to be less hesitant to go forward. And that's what matters. I'm going to defend Dragon Ball to my death. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. I will. I can talk forever about how Goku is actually a good father and
1: whatever. We're not opening that. We're King not of opening Wars. that
0: can of We can't do that. Today. We
1: had another question in the front. Okay. Yes.
2: Man, where, I love Chainsaw Man. Where yeah, man man where it's is. like, it, like we don't have like that golden-eyed
0: like, oh my gosh, the world's so great like character and like the main character, the reason he wants to do anything is like,
2: it's such a trivial like, uh, like weird like request where he just wants to like, basically like have sex. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I it?
0: think cool. Denji's simpery is very, very well excused because only time he has never actually been able to interact with a woman before Makima, never. And so a lot of it has always known as straight abuse from his father, who he, if spoiler alert, he killed us. ass. Denji killed us. ass. Um, yes. <laughs> it, you it, gotta it is, stop spoiling
1: these. Come on. I can't
0: continue this point without.
1: All right. Because the I'll mom, let it slide. Uh-huh.
0: How long have these things been done? Which ones? Oh, um, part one. Part one ended like a year and a half ago, and That's now awesome. it's in
1: part oh, two. If you haven't read it, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna
0: be light on this, but Makima's bad. Sorry, guys. That's the way you find out, Makima's bad. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, Makima.
0: Um, <laughs> <what? laughs> like, <laughs> no. like, kill your friends and family in front of you bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then use them as little puppets. Um, yeah, Makima's scary, and Denji has only known abuse, but every single woman introduced to Denji only sees him as a vessel and it's always been that way and he's constantly being abused by these women and i'm not saying that as like a it's bad because these women are written as abusers it's actually one of the i think it's one of the best written pieces of fiction i personally read because the symbolism used throughout um, the way that they treat their characters uh i love it every step of the way i love the empathy that's written throughout i love the genuine trauma and like responses to it that are written um also asa Mitaga is like straight-up autism representation. So that's very cool. I love an autism
1: queen. I'm saying that as an autistic person myself. I'm not being weird, I promise. But I, sorry, no, you go ahead. I, I was going to mention that Dr. Stone as well is kind of a, a decent counterpoint to that because Dr. Stone is a phenomenal concept and a really great story whenever you're just looking at the male characters. But it reduces a lot of the female characters, in my opinion, because a lot of the art style doesn't, treat them as if they are equally people because the art style makes them look much more cartoony and less intelligent because their eyes are like on either side of their head and no because all of the the men in that manga and that anime look really great like the the proportions are pretty solid and everything and it's usually just the girls which frustrates me so much because i really like dr stone and i really like a lot of the characters and a lot of the character interactions and to to go back and forth like that in more modern anime is frustrating, but is also important to remember that everybody's fallible and it's humans that are writing these stories. And if you don't necessarily appreciate it in that story, you can write your own and you can take that forward and be positive about it and create something that somebody else might look up to in 10, 15 years and say, that's what... I love and that's the best story ever for everyone cheering with Full Metal Alchemist like <laughs> you could be that lady that stepped up and wrote the story or you could be that individual that stepped up and wrote the story because you wanted to see something more uh, substantial
0: or when in doubt just draw a fan art of all of the Dr. Stone girls but with like 20 pounds of strew- sheer muscle just let them yes. just flex. <laughs> there's no reason these women should not be able to flex their like sleeves <laughs> off at any <laughs> moment I love you it,
1: right. Ugh. Okay, I you you've them. had your hand up a lot. What's your question? So sorry. So I just I want to see what is each of y'all's favorite representation of a woman in a Shonen anime. Ooh, this right is right going to be. Secondarily, I'm Hold so up. sorry, but secondarily, if you could rewrite.
0: And oh. oh. Okay. Um, this is a hot take It's uh, Nami and Nico Robin Both side by side yes. Although they, it's because of Oda's art style And Oda's art style changed during the time skip Because he married a Nami cosplayer oh, And he loves his wife so much He's like I'm gonna draw her like you so that's, so, so that's why Nami and Robin look like that In part, post time skip That's why their boobs are bigger And they're not like how they used to be But I'm defending it Because as a Nami cosplayer, Nami is one of the most intelligent people in one piece. Straight up. She's the one that can predict the weather no matter what. She's so smart. Her entire ability is her being clever and coy and being able to use lights and rain to make herself invisible so she can sneak past people and use these huge lightning bolts. And I love women who are intelligent. I love when we're not denouncing women to just being either bimbos and not that there's anything wrong with it, um, where they're not of any value or substance. And I can watch from Arlong Park where I can see Nami truly feel the way she does, where she just wants to protect people and she doesn't want people to be hurt. The way she feels for kids in Punk Hazard, where she saves all of them because that's what her mother would want her to do, where she believes so strongly in herself and her crew, and she's so damn smart. And Robin's the smartest woman before Nami in in separate veins of like street smart and book smart, separate veins. Robin is the smartest woman alive. She's the only one that can read poneglyphs the way that anyone can. Um, She's beautiful, and she's so smart. I love them. Uh,
1: Neb, do you want to see your favorite and then we'll go into what we want to rewrite? Yes. Um, You're going to disagree with me, huh? No, I don't think I am. Because I also love those characters very much and want better for them because I want to protect them. Um, I think that my favorite representation is probably Reza Hawkeye from Full Metal Alchemist. She is a phenomenal representation for abuse survivors um, Mm -hmm. and for women that have disfigured bodies and to also be a woman in the military to be ex- exceedingly good at what you do to the point that that's kind of like the only thing that they will refer to her as as Hawkeye because of how good of a sharpshooter she is. And it's, it's so refreshing to see her treated just o- across the board as an equal. ...with everyone, and that the only time she isn't treated as an equal... ...and the only time in Full Metal that she is reduced down to anything... ...she becomes, uh, Fury King Bradley's secretary. And it's not that she loses her job... ...it's not that she now has to wear a skirt with her uniform... ...or that she's attacked by some villain, or what have you. What's demoralizing about that is because they broke up the team that she was key in... And now she's essentially being kept under watch because she is what's most integral to Roy Mustang progressing. And the only reason that he can do anything and function at all is because of Risa. And I think that that's also a really phenomenally written romance, even though it's not intended or ever In stated heart. as a romance. In my heart, it's a romance. In my heart, it's a romance. <laughs> wow. And it's what it will always be. But that's... Instead they were just... <laughs> oh my God. But, roommates. but I think Got that partners. that's okay. okay. Yeah. What are you doing to my lieutenant? Yeah, okay, Roy. <laughs> but I think that she's so multifaceted and so such good representation in terms of um, abuse surviving and also the way that she manipulates her own uh, circumstances and how she always turns everything around and that she is not just like, Oh, I guess I'm the smart woman that has to clean up after the silly man. Like they're all equal. They're all on equal terms. They all know and are important to each other. And they know like their strengths in terms of Mustang's team. So she'd be, she would be my favorite.
0: Um, my honorable mentions are also Bulma, because she's the smartest woman in the universe and can make a time machine that no one else can. So if I ever see one of those stupid Twitter posts where it's like the smartest people in anime and everyone's like Bulma doesn't belong there, like you're you are the problem. Um, <laughs> I don't see um, your fave making an yeah! intergalactic or uh, between universes and timelines being able to just transverse all of those. So um, anyway. Uh, we're still going on questions because we have one more part of that. If I could rewrite any shonen, it would be Fire Force. Because how the hell do you write Soul Eater and then make this? If I watch a woman magically jump in her pants and top go, whoop, I don't want to watch this. It's I have nothing against fan service because it is what it is. It's usually mostly animation filler. But the... Fan service in Fire Force doesn't make sense. It doesn't physically make sense how these situations occur. It's like when you play Danganronpa 2 and for some reason Nikon's falling and her ass is out. It's like, how did you make that happen? Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> it's so bad. She falls, and then, like, she's, like, I don't know if anyone's seen this part in One Piece where Nico Robin gets thrown down the stairs, and, like, her boobs are out. (laughs) I I can appreciate fan service. If it makes a little bit of sense or it's funny, If it's funny, that's fine. But in Fire Force, it's, like,
1: come on, dude. (laughs) Which is interesting because i actually really like fire. Right? i like it i just
0: hate that bitch yeah i i i, <laughs> I and when i see her on screen i'm sick of it
1: maki isn't that her name maki? yeah i think so no maki's the the no? witch one
0: no,
1: yeah, yeah i, can't, I, I can't, forget I their I names i can't keep yeah, any of these names thank you,
0: straight.
1: Um, I, just, yeah.
0: I don't like it when it's for no reason i yeah. it's it has to have purpose. And if the purpose is just to be like, "Haha, her boobs are here. I don't care." You make it funny. Can it be like a funny panel to use in a meme later or like what? No. It's never like that. So that's the one I would rewrite. What would you? what would you
1: rewrite? You know, I've been sitting here trying to think and I really think that it would be the Ladies in Dragon Ball um overall. You, Bulma, but, but, but not Bulma. <laughs> like you, Bulma, Chi Chi and Videl. And to... Currently on an arc. You
0: should
1: read the <laughs> I have watched all of Dragon Ball Z, and I'm going off of that knowledge and well, what I know. You know no, 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 no. All right, <laughs> I would still rewrite it, because I would kidding. still rewrite you know, it for Chi-Chi. Because I think that while... A motivation to be a mother and to have a family is valid and is absolutely a, a phenomenal choice if that's the choice you want to make for yourself. I think that being able to step back from that and to recognize when that decision is being made by a male creator and is doing so to further the timeline so that Goku will have children and then there will be more Saiyans. It, she, she becomes a vessel and a vehicle only for the male protagonists. And that's what bothers me about her relationships and her family in general, because I really do love all of these characters and I have so many fond memories of watching them growing up and it's it's something that you see as a as a little girl in general and you want to see all the fights and like everything's cool and stuff and you see chi-chi kick goku's ass and you're like yeah and then all she does is become a mom you're like well is that what i'm going to be Am I gonna be? Is the am I gonna be super cool and be awesome when I'm a teenager? And then I'm gonna hit 25, and then I'm just. like by the <clears throat> MILF beam. I just get, <laughs> you get hit oh. by the MILF beam. Time skip MILF. <laughs> now you're just. That's what they did the Boruto, dude. I'm telling you. Well, it's, it's, it's the exact same thing with Naruto? Because I don't want the little girls that are watching that. And uh, I have th- I have three nieces. And I have a nephew and to watch how dramatically different it is just at their age, they're all under six, but even to see them perceive stories and characters and their engagement with these, like, I can already see what they're retaining and what they're not. And I can already see the, the thoughts that I had when I was younger of, is that all I get? And these guys get to keep going, but I don't. Um, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's a Harvest Moon game, but there's there's a video game, I think it was for DS, like the original DS, that if you chose to play as a girl, whenever you got married, the game ended. But if you chose to play as a boy, you got married and it kept going. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want that repeated in these stories that I am investing so much in. So that's, yeah. Question. Uh,
0: so as far as, I'm gonna ask a favorite question, so what is your favorite action or shonen
2: anime that has a woman as the main character or protagonist?
0: There's honestly so many that I can't think of. I mean... I have examples I just can't think of. I, um,
1: I would say Inuyasha. Probably Yasha. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Too. That's the one I can think of as like the main
0: in terms of where the woman's not just sidelined to you be know, on the side. But I right. probably would also go with Dragon Ball because, especially in the beginning, like, early, I'm going to say Dragon Ball, but I specifically mean just Dragon Ball, not Z. I mean, where Bulma and Goku were on their little adventures together. That's my answer.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say Inuyasha, especially because Rumiko Takahashi, the creator of Inuyasha, has stated that she refuses to ever include a panty shot in stories like Inuyasha. And those characters are so easy to give that fan service to. And you can still absolutely adore these characters and be like, yeah, they're gorgeous, they're pretty, whatever. Um, You can do your own little horny things. And you don't have to have the direct fan service yeah. you don't have to have it just shoved in your face and I really appreciate that we can respect these characters from the story level and then also simp for them in yeah, our own time I'm in a sexy box <laughs> with a big boomerang instead she has armor That yeah
0: but it's still hot <laughs> exactly it's, but it's not, the illusion but, but it's, that makes it so
1: hot <laughs> it's not sexualized no. you find her attractive but it is not sexualized and that's what I really appreciate in Inuyasha in general But that was a great question. Thank you. What you got? Sorry, I
0: don't
2: mean to like... It's okay. We're jumping back and Um, forth. Don't worry. Speaking of kind of that, how do you feel uh, female sexuality uh, plays into Shonen or do you feel it plays into Shonen
0: at all? Uh, It definitely plays very heavily into Shonen. Um, I straight up think, though, that most of the One Piece cast are like a little fruity. So... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: What I believe is
0: slightly different. You can't tell me Nami and Vivi were not a little bit in love. (laughs) 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 I know. I know. Me and my friend are literally cosmo. Nami and Vivi tomorrow for that reason. But I think women's sexuality is very important, especially in that because it's like most of the, even in fan service, in men, for women who are more straight, you'll see like Zoro rubbing his abs for like five seconds straight, (laughs) and And it's for me.
1: It's for you. It's for me. My
0: favorite sexuality parts is where I'm watching Sanji tell a woman how much he loves her. It's like, wow, that could be me! (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> we have to wrap up pretty soon. No, we know we still have time. We just have to be on the up and up, ready to go. At the okay. Point. Okay.
1: So you good. have a question, my beautiful erudite cosplayer.
0: <laughs> um, do you consider sports anime to be like a subtype of shonen? Because I've noticed there's action. Like when you watch High Q, one volleyball game will take like. Thirteen episodes, and they are flashing. <back. laughs> yeah. not just I'm going to say, volleyball, they're flashing back, they're talking about why they feel this way. Yeah. the backstory, okay. they're talking okay. about that's, that's also a great, why great so many question. Yeah, IQ. Mm-hmm. I don't know like any actual men that watch Haikyuu. <laughs> <laughs> For a male sports anime, I mostly know women that I watch it. I know one,
1: yeah. and it's my partner, because he sat down next <laughs> to me when I was watching it. <laughs> that
0: and is,
1: a- I, I do agree, though. I do think that sports anime in that regard is kind of a subsect of shonen because it takes the same um, story beats and the same cues that traditional shonen storytelling does, and that it is this motivator. And I would also say that that can go a little bit more if you want to go like fun college students psychology class with it it it's more like that's what we've always intended with sports is that sport has been a controlled recreation of a fight and that make maintaining that fighting spirit in the competitive nature of sports is at its core what makes it shonen, I would say, and also at its core what makes sports typically more masculine appealing. Um, but it is, it's so interesting that those stories have such a large feminine following, even though it truly is just this controlled form of fighting. Well, Madeline,
0: what's your favorite shounen? Hello? <laughs> so, okay. Roomie, no, you're okay. I, you're, I got you're fine. Sound? I'm like a bird. Like, oh, let me ask her real quick. Yo, what's, what's,
1: your not, no. what's your favorite sport? On that note, what's your favorite sport, anime? My favorite sport, you're anime watching. is Ariana. Yeah! 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 The game um, boo. No. Okay, good, good, good. You should watch it. Okay. we have a question in the back. it's more of a suggestion. Mm-hmm.
2: Have you guys ever thought of writing your own? Oh, oh. oh. I, really? I, yes, I when I was 10.
1: 10. <laughs> she like, picked up the whole you know, microphone. Yeah, I had a it
0: single like there's a
1: really big, a market point for of view. Yeah. You have a lot of sales potential. So, like, write a story, find an artist, I, I used visual to be, she's a visual artist,
0: and I, I used to be, um, there was a point where I read Hunger Games, I was like, I could do this. <laughs> and it's still in my Google Drive, but when I get <laughs> a little drunk, I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> I used to print this one out, and I used to, I was a latchkey kid, so I would go and hang out by myself at public places. So I would go to the library every day when my parents were not home. And um, type my little novel, and then I would print it out and give it to the librarians, and they would hold it and be like, "Mm hmm." And then um, I was writing fan fiction when I was thirteen. So, uh, and I started with Hetalia. So I'm a
2: veteran when it comes
1: to writing a little bit. Thank you for your service. Thank, Thank you. you for-
0: Thank you. I, ha- I ran a um, Romano-ask blog on Tumblr for a while. So that was embarrassing. So I used to draw my responses, so... So you
1: don't need to write anything else. My writing is a damage on
0: this effort, that's what I'm saying.
1: To answer your question or your suggestion, um, I have written in the past, I haven't written a full uh, manga or comic or anything. We actually had a really phenomenal interview with Sonny Straight where he was talking to us about how he writes his comics and his creative process. And I have never been truly motivated to create a comic, comic or like a, a full graphic novel. But watching Neon Genesis recently, I had never seen it before, and I finally watched it. Has completely turned me around to that. So maybe I have ideas. I don't want to say them yet because I don't want anybody to steal them. But no one's maybe. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I we appreciate that. have so that. many
0: thoughts, but mine should be kept away. <laughs> I've done my time. I'm a veteran. Um, it looks like we're coming up on 10 more minutes. So if anyone else has anything else. Okay, hit us with one more, and then we'll come to you next. Go well, ahead. Just,
2: I, I like what you said about fighting. It has to do with something mm-hmm. as a male perspective. It's like yeah. It's just, I have trouble with John Wick because the dog was... No, that's a completely valid valid. take. The dog was also not enough for me. There's a lot of fertility, fertility. But I would say, just kind of listening today, it occurred to me that I
1: would say the same for cancer. I don't mind
2: sexuality being in a story. But I like it to be in the context of
0: the
1: character. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It yeah. Like, kind of a sexy it's thing.
0: It. Yeah. like Nami's a sexy character. So right. if I see her boobs, that's expected. Like and it's not even like a sexy character like a, she's just for fan service. Like right. she's proud of her sexuality during the like, site. Like she takes ownership of it. She enters swimsuit competitions for fun. Like she Likes being a sexy woman, and she uses that. And I don't even mean that like in a negative, where it's like women have to be sexy. It's like a, she enjoys it as a character, and mostly is sexy with other women, and that's important.
1: That's why I'm cool seeing her versus Fire Force. <laughs> well, I, I would also say that in that same vein, Kill a Kill. Yes. And to revisit yes. your question about um, a shonen that's driven by a female protagonist. Yes, I forgot
0: about Kill a Kill. Kill
1: a Kill. I, I first tried to watch it when it had just aired, and I couldn't stomach it. And I revisited it um, just a couple years ago and was like, oh my goodness, this is so great. This is phenomenal storytelling. And yes, it's sexual, but it's in like a parody way, like a satirical, this is so over the top, you can't find it attractive way. It's, it's. It's, it's, (laughs) <laughs> overwhelmingly a great science fiction story and a great shonen story it's that fun. is ju- it just has a weird little puppeteering of oh I'll just draw them in with all the sexiness and then boom you're crying like
0: it's wow no I watched that one with my mom when I was 13 that was not a good idea but when we got to the your mom has episode,
1: a hentai collection though my mom so. has a hentai yeah, she's pretty cool your
0: mom
1: is- yeah. my mom is fucking cool but um yeah
0: I was watching it with her and there got to the point where we were like discussing the relationship between you know all the characters and her mom and it's like this is a lot i love you mom i'm sorry like i had to apologize to my mom because of the emotions that were coming out of me i'm like i love you i thank you for not being like this (laughs) but um uh, you had had a question we'll come back to around you too okay
2: going forward in the future is future anime Hmm? or manga what would you like to see in a woman character that has not been done yet? Um, oh, that's a good mm.
1: one. Um, so the <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> yeah, also, that. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you my immediate my immediate reaction is because *Full Metal Alchemist* is my favorite story period of we all time.
0: We need more of these blonde little
1: bitches. <laughs> well, I want a, I want more um, stories about amputee female yes, protagonist yes. No, I My grandmother was an amputee. And so that was just normal for me. Like it was just the standard essentially. And whenever I got older and realized that that was what some people would like make fun of, it was very strange. And when I found full Metal alchemist, it really resonated with me. And I liked that the motivator wasn't necessarily, oh, I want to fix my disfigured body. It was, I want to repay my brother because I wronged him. And it was the familial aspect of it. And so I feel like marrying that concept of being motivated for personal and like relationship reasons and also understanding and what, like, correctly illustrating disability, particularly when it comes to amputees, I think that would be what I would want out of a female protagonist. Yeah.
0: I'm a disabled creator, and so anytime I see visible disability in crea- or any creation, honestly, I'm super in for it. When we put Polnareff in a wheelchair, I'm because, <coughs> you know, I like the representation, even if for the reason it's a little silly, because, you know, turtle. Um, I, I like that we have it. I like that it can be seen. This is a League of Legends reference, sorry, but even in the card game, they just barely released Samira's master, or, like, her teacher, and she looks like Bayonetta, and she's in a damn wheelchair blowing people's heads off. Like, that? That's cool.
2: Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, someone's calling me. Okay. You. What's
0: the most romantic show that you've ever seen? It's One Piece. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, hot take. It's One Piece. Um, Shafan loves Veggie more than anything in this world and vice versa. I've never seen more characters and this is all side characters. Like, we did not have to divulge into these side characters like we did. But the way that you see these sacrifices, even with Psy and Baby Five, like, the way you see these characters in particular, and Oda, when he wrote One Piece in SBS, that he never wanted to write romance because he didn't like it, he didn't think he was good at it, and he wrote the most beautiful stories of all time. If anyone's seen the Odin flashback and the way Odin loves Toki, oh my God, it is heartbreaking. It's so sweet, it's so tender, but also I kind of want to say a little bit Ithagallian too. Neon Genesis kind of has that same vibe for me, but in a
1: kind of sick way. Yeah, I do agree though. Um, I would say it's Inuyasha all the way. Because yeah. you're a Inish- simp. And not only that, <laughs> well, but also because simp- it's romantic in sure. messy ways. Because it shows the young love aspect and how much they grow as individuals and the following sequel series, Yashahime, truly solidifies that romance with all of the, the characters as they've grown up and have children now. And it doesn't domesticate everybody. Like, everyone's still a badass. They just have kids now. Um, it's... It's definitely Inuyasha for me. We got two more minutes. Okay, yeah, last question.
2: So we've been talking a lot about uh, fight scenes being conversations mm-hmm. and fight scenes having emotional depth yeah. intelligence. What are both of your favorite fight scenes from a shounen anime? <laughs>
1: okay, I can answer this immediately. And it's Roy Mustang absolutely roasting yeah. lust. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I, mine was probably going to be from uh, Full Metal yeah. 2. Oh, it's, so it's so good. And I think that there's also an interesting added layer because the voice actors are married. Aww. And the, oh, yeah. the voice actor for Roy Mustang is Travis Willingham and the voice actors for Lust is Laura Bailey. If you watch the role, it's them too. And yeah, so. they, th- that adds such an interesting layer of chemistry to that scene in particular. And so I think that at least with that, it resonates with me as I can immediately answer that question not just because of the writing, but also because of the actors. What's well, another example
0: of a man who loves his wife so much? That critical, wife. that critical role scene where he's like has to do romance with Jester and yeah. he's like, I can't, where he's too embarrassed to role play with his own wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um Mine's probably gonna be Majin Buu, specifically, for oh, yeah. Vegeta's sacrifice. That scene really stuck with me, because I watched Dragon Ball with my dad growing up, and so what. Like, watching this with my dad, of a dad sacrificing everything for his wife and kids, really meant a lot to me. Aww. Okay, Cameron.
2: For someone who's never seen an anime, what's the best Okay, one? well, I- I- there's an anime
0: bitch tattooed on your body, so I know you're lying, yeah, but go. Yeah, go proceed.
1: The answer is yes. Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, there is yeah. one-
2: FMA Brotherhood.
1: What yeah, yes, the, specifically the FMA Brotherhood, Brotherhood, but that is the only answer. FMA
0: and then if you're feeling a little crazy, watch me on Genesis.
1: And if you're feeling a little
0: crazier, take an edible and watch uh, the 20- what year is it? 2008 Berserk? Oh! oh.
2: Yeah. It was, was. it 2005?
0: CGI one? The C- yeah, the CGI one. That was like 2016. Yeah. Was it that late? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus. Well, I didn't watch it. I watched 97. That's my favorite clip of just yeah. him going. Okay. Uh, all right. Peace so, out. so
1: my answer is full metal alchemist brotherhood. Your my answer people. is
0: you no, Vegeta
1: sacrifice. Oh, for yours. For first starters.
0: First starters. Um, I kind of agreed with you though. Yeah. yeah. But because that was one of my yeah, major. It was of the second option. Okay.
1: Um, Maybe one, Dragon one, Ball. One, one, one.
0: Dragon Ball is the original.
1: Yeah, the or, original. Watch One Piece. is well. One Piece. Is one Piece is good. I promise, the length <laughs> is nothing. Once you're in, you're in. But also,
0: JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. JoJo's. And we, I know this is about shonen, but or high school, Host Club. Yeah. Awesome! thank you guys so much yeah, nice. this Keep was going. phenomenal um, if you want if you, if you want to hear more we have a podcast um, we yeah. interview lots of people, we talk about a lot of things we simp over Vegeta, you can follow us here, you can support us uh, through Patreon if you'd like, but thank you guys for your turnout if you want to talk about this we have